Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. A close friend of mine was involved in an automobile accident in January 2016. Sadly, he was paralyzed from the chest down. At first, that included the use of his arms and hands, but now he can use his hands and has started to get some movement back into his legs, therapy. Been a lot of hard work, but he is improving, so that's a good news about it. His situation gave me inspiration for last issue's article, which was about simple pleasures, uh, because during our weekly chess game, I go over to his house now and play chess when I'm not traveling, we talked about how he misses many simple tasks that he took for granted before the accident, like being able to drive. Even going to the dump, he said he now misses it. One thing that moved me while we were, I was talking with him was that it reaffirmed how vital our work is as safety and health professionals and just how deep and expansive the effect is of a serious accident. What it also brought to mind, which I have thought about on many occasions and have brought up in my talks to safety professionals many times throughout my career, is how we can lose our zeal sometimes in our field because we usually can't pinpoint a particular person who didn't get injured or a specific incident that we have helped prevent. It usually comes down to recordable numbers which aren't very inspiring. Yes, we can say, you know, our recordable rate was three or point whatever, and then it went down. So we know that that represents someone somewhere, people not getting hurt and uh, incidents not happening, but we can't pick exactly who that is. Who did we prevent? In fact, only twice in my career, my long career now, over 35 years, has anyone ever come up to me and said that my influence prevented them from getting hurt in a specific way. Both times made me feel good, of course, but that certainly isn't many times considering the many years I've been in the profession. That's why we need to spend time contemplating how we make a difference beyond the numbers. I also recommend you increase your efforts in areas like health and well-being because they are areas where you can measure and get feedback about positive results in a specific way. You can measure the pounds you lost, but you can't prove that you didn't get hurt because you wore PPE unless something, you know, happens to you and they stop it. Or that because you followed a lockout tagout procedure, if you hadn't followed it, you would have got hurt. You might have, you might not have, who knows, right? That type of thing. Not that you still shouldn't do it. I'm not saying that, of course. So one thing you can do to help you stay inspired in this area is think about the details of exactly how much an accident affects people and that we've stopped some of them. It's actually amazing when you dig down the wide range of people that a serious incident injury affects. The friend I started talking this podcast or the article about clued me into how many people have been affected by his mishap. I know I have. We're really good friends. I used to play billiards with him three or four times a week this club he goes up to I go to too now I play chess with him he can't play billiards anymore his friends co-workers family and other people you would never consider have been impacted by his injury as safety and health prevention 
professionals, we prevent that kind of negative impact. And keeping that in mind can give us inspiration to keep going and keep working at what we do. I know it gives me inspiration anyway. It makes me feel good about what I do. I've spent most of my adult career helping safety and health professionals make safety fun. You know, that's my website title. Sometimes it seems a bit trivial, but when I think about the fact that I may have, and you have too, prevented even one person from the devastating effects of a serious accident, I get inspired to continue on in my cause. Though you may never know who has not got hurt because of your efforts, for sure someone has avoided major pain and anguish because of the work you do in the safety and health field. Another thing you can do, which I do now, which I wish I would have done more throughout the years, is to ask for testimonials from people about ways that they have not got hurt or their safety efforts have prevented them from getting into an accident or, you know, where they can prove it in a certain way. You know, one of the two times a person told me how my influence saved them from injury showed me protective glasses, safety glasses that he was wearing uh, at home when a nail got stuck in the glasses because he was hammering and he brought brought it in to show me. This is when I was working at the nuclear power plant. He told me that uh, he wore the glasses because of a demo I did with an egg and a nail during a PPE safety meeting. I used to use a nail and show how easy it would go into an egg to demonstrate what it does to your eye. Personal stories like that are powerful tools to inspire others. Perhaps the most powerful tools we have in our influence as safety professionals. And remind yourself of your mission regularly. It's possible to get discouraged if you can't prove you've made a difference. All of us in this safety business want to feel that we improve people's lives. That's why you and I need to remind ourselves of what we are preventing and what we are encouraging. Though I wish my close friend didn't have an accident that gave me fodder for my articles and for this podcast, our recent discussions have helped both him and I appreciate better just how important it is to work and live safely. It's also renewed my understanding of how important our influence is as safety and health professionals.